Clockwork Orange is the hardest book I've ever had to read. And I'm not referring to decoding NADSAT or that the language was too advanced or the text was too boring. No, it, it was difficult because realizing how ugly you are is a bitter pill. After the first few paragraphs of drowning in methamphetamilk and wrapping my tongue around perverted Russian, I felt sick. I felt absolutely, positively sick. And that's the gist of A Clockwork Orange. A vivid, graphic showcase of vulgarity. Guts on a pedestal, gold-plated switchblades. The novel focuses mainly on Alex, or rather entirely on him. Alex is the book. Although, I hate to flatter him as much, supremely smug and cutthroat as he is. The first few chapters are like being waterlogged with incessant and pointless violence. And if you can stand that, the parts on sexual assault that affected me personally so much I had to put the book down, leave you with such a disgusted outlook on Alex that sympathy for him seems unimaginable. However, out of sheer defiance and morbid curiosity, I continued reading. The streets are anything but safe at night in what I imagine is London in the very distant future, crafted for my absolute displeasure by Anthony Burgess. After standing in the dark alley and hiding my face as well as possible from Alex and his droogs, and then hiding my paperback copy of the novel in my book bag like a dirty secret, those London streets and I became acquainted with the sweet symphonies of Mozart and the screams of the innocent. After the millionth crime against humanity performed with the skill of a musician, I was still as shocked as the first time I'd ever heard the biting sonnet of fist to face. But that's generally the argument, right? The argument being that the reason we shield our minds from violence is because it desensitizes us, that we become unfeeling sociopaths. As violence in film and television, examining pop culture, puts it, reading about violence results in increased acceptance to violence, especially as a means of conflict resolution, and states that especially teenagers, like Alex, have a sort of appetite for destruction. As a teenager, I agree with the latter rather than the former. I've punched walls and bloodied knuckles just for the heck of it. I've set Barbies on fire with friends for laughs, but malicious violence towards people especially in such graphic detail, makes my stomach churn. And I can tell you exactly why in a conversation I had with my brother after buying the book. I told him that I heard it was something like a horror movie. Jokingly, or at least I thought at the time, he corrected me with, no, it's high school. It wasn't until I opened the book that I realized just how serious he was. Gangs? Classmates not showing up to school? Incessant fights and bloody broken noses in the streets and hallways. Friends who cheat and steal and rat you out. Death, suicide, incarceration, and rape. All treated with the tact and thought of stealing a pack of gum from a grocery store. I understand why people wanted this book gone. It's because it's real. It's too real. And it's written as things are, not how they should be. And if I know anything about people, it's that they hate what they've created. People want to blame Anthony Burgess for slandering and perverting the hardships we're expected to romanticize and coddle like precious sins. Instead, he butchers and twists and leaves them to sit like minor everyday occurrences. He forces people to realize they do the same, treating the horrors of life like cutting the hair off a Barbie doll. Ugly. Done for nothing. 
child's play. We had a discussion in English about why we each thought books were banned. Most students went the route of censorship or government conspiracy even. I don't know for certain which books that would apply to, but I know that A Clockwork Orange is sort of an outlier. Censorship by Bradley Steffen states, some speech causes lawless behavior by promoting it, meaning that by seeing and hearing about violent things, we become more violent as a society. This is an almost flawless argument, and I believe, to an extent, that the media we consume affects us mentally. Studies show that 4 out of 10 kids exposed to violent media display violent tendencies by the age of 12. From this perspective, A Clockwork Orange should indeed be banned. But what about personal choice? Humans have this magical little thing called free will. It means that we have the ability to make our decisions regardless of input. We are not machines that put out what we take in. That's why in court you don't get a pass for murdering someone because your parents let you play violent video games or because the Saw movies exist. orange can be wrapped up and tied in a bow with the ribbon that is Alex. Alex is also the chain that binds the book to controversy, or at least a link in it. I think the first thing that makes him stand out so much is his age. It's no great secret teenagers tend to be destructive, seemingly for no reason. However, Alex showcases the ultraviolent. He is the grand pulpit that the Bible of needless violence sits upon. He had no motivation either belonging to a good, loving family and being financially stable at least, Alex had no reason to fight and pillage and steal. If anything, he had all the reasons not to. The thing is, he chose to do these things simply because he wanted to. In fact, he relished in the fact that he was a sorry excuse for a human being. Alex was also notably intelligent and cultured, taking pleasure in Mozart and reading. He wasn't a poor, stupid thug, and he was perfectly capable of empathy. There was just something broken inside of him. One day, Alex and his droogs broke into an old lady's house to rob her of her jewelry and statues of naked women, as you do. After being sent in alone to open the door for the others, never a good sign, it was revealed as a setup, and Alex was arrested. But not before he could beat the old woman to death. After beaten near senseless and spit on, Alex was thrown in jail, brainwashed, and eventually cannonballed himself out a window. If the story had ended there, good, we have our justice. The villain is dead and all is well. However, all is not well as the story continues. Alex changes. After all the horrors committed by the devil he was, Alex chose good. Were we expected to forgive him? Were we expected to decide that he had been punished enough and could just be given a new start? I think that can all be boiled down to what you personally believe. 
Humans are capable of great good and great evil. And whether or not we do good things or bad things most of the time, we're still capable of either choice. I think that's why people hate the book so much. I think they hate Alex for being forgiven, yet deny that he and they are one and the same. There isn't really a line where bad becomes too bad when crossed. Evil is evil, and nobody is completely innocent. People say that a clockwork orange glorifies violence, but I feel that that is not the case. A clockwork orange displays just how easy it is to destroy. And if we don't open ourselves to something new and disturbing, we never grow as people. Our outlook is ignorant and sheltered. I feel like that can be taken in either way, but if we don't ask ourselves the questions this book raises, life is sickeningly sweet, senseless, and repetitive. A clockwork orange.